Welcome back in. Brady Farkas Show right here on a Monday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Coming up just after 6 o'clock, I'm going to tell you about uh, maybe my worst golf round ever. Ever. And it involved one of our listeners. So uh, stay tuned for that just after 6 o'clock. We do have a full show today. We go up until 7 o'clock. No Red Sox baseball. And I'm glad we have a full 90 minutes because we need all 90 minutes to break down what happened this weekend. Red Sox swept by the Yanks and now in wild card position number two in the American League. And the Patriots beaten by the Saints again 28-13. to And the Pats now one and two. Joining us now on the phone line is a guy who was in Foxborough yesterday. He was on the national radio call of the Pat Saints game for ESPN Radio. It's Jay Alter, and he did the game with Pat's longtime legend Rob Ninkovich. So, Jay, thanks for being with us. Appreciate the time. How are you? Good, Brady. Thanks for having me. Although I, I know from the Pat's perspective, I'm sure you wish uh, they, they played a little better. I know Rob Ninkovich, my partner, certainly thought uh, they didn't look like themselves yesterday. Yeah, they certainly didn't. You know, we've generally said forever, the Patriots won't beat themselves. That's always been a, a, a talking point about the Pats. They won't beat themselves, and they're beating themselves. Yeah, that, that's a great point, Brady. Rob Ninkovich made it on our broadcast yesterday. When have you seen a Bill Belichick coach team uh, get a punt blocked, kick a, a kickoff out of bounds, give great field position to the Saints? You know, throw three interceptions. Um, they had a fourth and one that they had the offense on the field for. They get a false start and have yeah. to punt. Um, these are just mistakes, self-inflicted wounds that we are not accustomed to a Bill Belichick coach team making. What was the general vibe in the stadium? We heard the boos on TV and radio, but what was the vibe from your perspective? Well, it's never good when the loudest cheers uh, that you hear at the stadium from the home fans come during the halftime ceremony. Mm. And, uh, I, I say that in jest, but it was true. And part of that is Julian Edelman is, is beloved by the Patriots faithful. But the, the team did not give them anything to, to cheer about yesterday. Um, I mean, missed field goals got kind of a, a golf clap, if you will, uh, from the Saints. Yeah. Um, but I, there was just not a moment yesterday where you could say, oh, the crowd really erupted and got into it and had – belief that they were going to win that football game and you can credit the Saints for kind of sucking that out of the Patriots fans and kind of neutralizing what is usually a terrific Gillette Stadium crowd but um, yeah the, the the feeling from the home fans I would say was subdued almost like what looking at each other what's going on this is not the Patriots we are used to seeing and I think any boos are, are more just frustration um, with how the team looks at you know, there's no doubt that next week when Tom Brady's in town, that crowd's going to be revved up again rooting for that team to win. I don't think there's going to be any carryover effect. I think uh, they're just airing their frustrations for what was a rightly so frustrating game from the Patriots' perspective. From your perspective, are the Patriots a good team that played bad, or are we not even sure if they're particularly good right now? So I think they're still figuring that out themselves. I think the defense is good. Remember, the time of possession in that first half, the Saints ran about double the plays, a little little less than double um, the plays that the Patriots did, and had the ball for nearly 10 more minutes. So that was a very tired defense that actually I thought did a decent job keeping it a, a manageable game. The Saints could have been up a whole lot more in that first half and then continued to wear down um, in the second half. You know, they – they made two three-and-outs um, to kind of give their offense a chance. They failed to cash in. So I think the defense is good. I think it's a good defense that probably wants a couple of plays back yesterday. 
Um, offensively, they're still finding themselves. Um, you can't really put it on Mac Jones. Two out of his three interceptions should have been caught balls. Um, so I, I don't know where the offense goes from here, but they, they have to really look at themselves in the mirror because they couldn't get anything going. Ground game, passing attack, offensive line was putrid. Uh, really ugly football offensively, and I think that's where most of their issues lie. Of all the ugliness you saw, what was the biggest disappointment yesterday? Probably Jonu Smith. Um, I mean, here's a guy you pay four years, $50 million bucks. Bill Belichick's paying a tight end, big money. Um, he dropped three balls yesterday. One resulted in a pick six. Um, he got the most boos yesterday. So that that was definitely the one, if you're going to make me pinpoint where it all went wrong, I, you take away that pick six, it's a different ball game. Jay Alter, ESPN Radio, was in Foxborough yesterday for the call for Patriots and Saints. Pats lose that one 28-13. They're now 1-2, and two, and Jay's with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. You mentioned doing the game with Rob Ninkovich. What was Ninko saying during this as someone who has a lot of Patriots pride in his blood? Yeah, to say, to say the least, uh, you know, Brady, it was funny because obviously, you know, it's a national broadcast for, for ESPN Radio where it's, 200-something affiliates around the country, and, and Rob's supposed to be down the middle, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and he was for the most part. But there were three or four plays yesterday where head is going in the hands, he's going, oh, because it was just that painful. And I think the, the one thing that summarizes it best is he just looked at me and said, this is not Patriot football. And guys that played on those Super Bowl-winning teams know what that looks like. They know what – the coaching staff and the fans demand from them and expect from them week in and week out. And yesterday was simply not it. Based on what you saw and based on what we know about the Bucks and how good they are despite a loss to the Rams, how bad and how lopsided could next week get? Oh, it could get very lopsided, um, particularly if the offensive line does not get healthy. They need Trent Brown back badly. It looks like that James White injury was pretty serious, and I think people take him for granted both in the protection game and as a checkdown. Mac Jones didn't have his, his checkdown became like Hunter Henry and John O. Smith. That's not as reliable a checkdown as James White has been for the Patriots the last decade. Um, so certainly it could get very lopsided. Here's the other thing, Brady. Would it shock you if they came out and just played terrific football? Obviously the defense is good enough. Mac Jones has shown he's good enough when he gets the right protection. So maybe this was a wake-up call, the wake-up call they needed with Tom Brady coming to Gillette uh, on Sunday. You know, you mentioned the halftime show. Julian Edelman honored at halftime. I feel like this team is missing some of the Julian Edelman toughness. Did you get that impression? Yeah, that's a great point, Um, especially when James White went out. He kind of has that old Patriots toughness, right? Yeah. they don't have that right now. Certainly not on the offensive side of the football. It's just nowhere to be found. And I don't really see where it's going to come from. You look at the roster and you go, uh, Oshevsky, okay, I guess that's kind of what they're going for, but he certainly hasn't proven it, at least on a consistent basis. Um, nor is he in the game offensively enough to probably get the opportunity with them running consistently two tight end sets. Um You know, Brady, it's a great question because usually, you're right, the Patriots have that reliable, um, you know, 
Julian Edelman type character, both in their locker room and also on the field. And that yeah, totally glaringly missing yesterday. Great what, point by you. What was the Edelman ceremony like? Something that we weren't privy to on TV or at least on local radio here. Uh, we didn't see it or hear it. What was it like in the building? Uh, I wish it, they should have carried that because it truly was the highlight for the home fans yesterday. Uh, and I'm not even saying that as, as a joke. I mean, I know you could take it that way because the Patriots played poorly. But so what happened was they run the highlight montage on the big scoreboard at Gillette Stadium. And then he runs through the entrance, like you know, the, out of the tunnel, hmm. like the players normally do. And he ran the full 100 yards from one end zone <laughs> to the other end zone, um, you know, kind of with his arms extended, flying, you know, like like he was a jet plane, and and every, everyone's on their feet, screaming, cheering. And then, um, you know, Bob Kraft had a nice little speech, and then Edelman stepped up and thanked everybody, and and you know, uh, they honored his his number 11. Um, it was a special moment. I, I think he so, and Bob Kraft said it yesterday, he kind of magnifies exactly the Patriot way. Here's a guy that probably, just based off size and stature, should not have played in the NFL. But because of his IQ, because of his toughness, you know, he ends up being a huge member of multiple Super Bowls and a, and a huge fixture for, for a dynasty. Patriots lose to the Saints. Don't look good doing it. Red Sox swept at home by the Yankees. Who had the worst weekend in New England? It's funny because I was at the the hotel bar um, after calling the game last night, and I'm watching the Red Sox absolutely yak it away to the Yankees and get and get swept in what was a vital um, series. And I actually asked the, the Boston sports fan next to me, I go, "What what's worse? And he goes, well, it's got to be the Pats because at least the Red Sox move on to play the Orioles and the Nationals. Now, if they choke against those teams, then the Red Sox <laughs> got to pull <laughs> way up because that would be an epic collapse. I mean, a collapse that would go down in, in the history of of Red Sox baseball if they yak this lead away to the Orioles and Nationals. But for yesterday, just in a one-day sample size, I think it's got to be the Patriots. They, they played as poorly as they've played at home in probably 20 years under Bill Belichick yesterday. What's the drink of choice at the hotel bar? Uh, great, great question by you. I'll usually go with the, the local, um, whatever local beer is on tap. But yesterday, um, went with the hard stuff, little margarita on the rocks, no salt. Yeah, I think we all needed the hard stuff after yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Pat knows what Rob Nikovich's choice was at home. <laughs> uh, Pats lose 28-13. They're 1-2. Jay Alter is on the call for ESPN Radio with Rob Nikovich, former Pats great. Jay, we appreciate the time and perspective, and we'd love to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Thanks, Brady.